The Essence of Tea, Episode 37. Welcome! You are listening to the Essence of Tea podcast, where we share about the world of tea with you. From tea tastings to tea history and culture to tea education, health, and wellness, the Essence of Tea is your tea companion through your personal transformation and growth. I'm your host, Jenny Jie. Now let's get started. Welcome to the Essence of Tea podcast, where we talk about all things tea. And my name is Jenny. I'm the host of the Essence of Tea podcast. I'm also the owner and founder of Sipping Streams Tea Company. But we have a great, wonderful guest all the way from Colombia today. We have Santiago from Pitico, and he's going to let us know about what it's like to grow tea in Colombia. So would you like to introduce yourself, Santiago? Of course I will. Uh, thank you so much, Jenny, for, for, for this time. Thank you for inviting me to this stream. I'm really happy to, to join you. My name is uh, Santiago Gonzalez. Uh, I'm right now in Cali, Colombia. Uh, Cali is the third main city in Colombia, South America. If, if you know, maybe we are in the, we are the south. Uh, we are located in the south of South America, right next to Panama. Uh, and right next to, to Venezuela. So uh, Cali is the main city of Colombia and our plantation is located around just 50 minutes away from Cali and the top of the West Andes mountains around 2,000 meters above sea level. Uh, it will be something around 6,000 feet above sea level. Uh, and I'm happy, happy to join you today and I'm happy to answer any questions uh, you may have me today. Yes, so it, a lot of people might not know that tea is grown in Colombia. I mean, most Americans know Colombia is famous for coffee, right? And other different, you know, agricultural products and fruits and exotic fruits that are local to there. But you're doing tea. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got started in tea? How did Bitico become? How did you get involved with it? Great. So yeah, Colombia is uh, pretty famous for coffee. It's pretty famous from most of the agro products and it's famous also for many different bad stuff. Uh, let's not get into it here, but you know, when I say bad stuff about Colombia, people talk a lot. Uh, so what we are trying to, to promote is uh, the, uh, the beauty face of Colombia, uh, the best face of Colombia uh, from someone with a with a product from, from the agro in Colombia that it's really having a lot of value added. So why tea? Actually, this is the only tea plantation in Colombia. Uh, and wow. one of the few that exists in Latin America. I will say that we are, we are the only ones producing specialty teas in Latin America. There is no more specialty teas in Latin America or maybe not, not too many. You know, Argentina produced tea. Uh, most of it is pretty massive, going to to, to ice teas or or maybe tea bags. Uh, but we are producing high quality products, going to drink to to great uh, tea consumers that are looking for value added products, uh, sustainable products, and product that is just more being a, a, a cup of of liquid. It's having a beautiful story behind. So tea arrived in Colombia around 60 years ago. Um, the government 
we're trying to diversify coffee uh, production in Colombia. So they brought some tea seeds from Sri Lanka, from Ceylon. And we had six years ago, three different plantations in Colombia, one located in Pitaco, another one located in the center of the country, in, uh, close to Bogota, the capital, and another one in the east side of Colombia. So it has been the Camellia sinensis planted in Bitaco for almost 60 years already. Uh, and we have been producing high quality teas um, since 2016 that we launched our project called Bitaco Unique Colombian Tea. Before 2016, we used to produce uh, massive CPC teas. Uh, but we, we, we changed the whole uh, objective to produce specialty teas looking for, for more specialty markets. Uh, before Bitaco project, we, we didn't sell to too many places our teas uh, outside Latin America. But right now with the Bitaco project, we are expanding our clients to North America and Europe. Yeah, I'm actually trying out the oolong, the oolong, um, what is the name of it? Oolong Andes, sorry, I don't speak Spanish, but Oscuros, am I pronouncing it correctly? Andes Oscuros. Yes, that. And it's pretty interesting. I mean, I'm a big fan of oolong teas, but I have been very surprised by your black teas. And you sent me so many samples of the black teas. I realized after I thought I finished all the samples that there was a whole nother box of them. <laughs> but they are so smooth, sweet, but like reminds you a little bit of coffee, but not coffee, that full body richness. And I'm feeling like that might be the signature of your terroir. What do you think? What makes... What makes your tea very special and unique as a boutique specialty tea? Okay, so agro products um, will have a different and unique flavor depending on, on many different things. For us, we, we think that we, our products are having a unique and a specific terroir based on the microclimate where we are uh, located that we have in our plantation, the, the environment uh, that it we grow the tea in a cloud forest. Uh, we call it cloud forest. It's pretty humid, good sunshine all the time. Uh, we have the Camellia sinensis planted in a, in a young soil rich in organic material. Uh, we also uh, foster the environmental protection. So our tea garden is not like a uh, maybe Indian massive tea plantation, too many hundreds and hundreds of hectares. Uh, we are just a tea garden located in the middle of the forest. So we have 20 lots, small lots, but all of them are covered by uh, strips of forest. So at the end, it's a pretty pristine environment where our tea plantation is growing. Uh, surrounded by forests all the time. And we do 
the production and the plucking of pretty artisanal way. So we pluck leaf by hand. We do not pluck the leaf with machines. Everything is by hand. Wow. Only one leaf and a bat, or sometimes two leaves and a bat, uh, which is the correct plucking standard for the specialty gourmet teas. We have built also a, 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 a nice high-tech factory where we process the tea uh, with technology imported from India, Japan, China, that we have been learning from outside experts and trying to, to place this knowledge that what, that what we learn outside here in Colombia, trying to produce our own unique different tea, but learning from the people who, who knows because we are experts in Colombia about coffee, but we do not know too many, too much about, about tea. So, so we have been learning from, from outside people. So that's really amazing because I feel like 60 years is a good time to start honing in to the terroir, like what, what makes a Colombian tea, a Colombian tea. And it's also probably very difficult because you're the only ones doing it. You know, no, nobody's doing specialty Colombian tea. So, you know, how do you bring those notes out? But that's one thing I really noticed was it was very smooth. Even the green tea was very smooth and I was very surprised by it, but it makes sense because of the, you know, one leaf in a bud, two leaves in a bud, hand picked. I mean, that's, that's a lot of hard work going into it. So what would you say is your, your future projections? We, we had talked about this before we, you know, did this interview like a couple months back and you were telling me you're really excited about what the company stands for what you guys are doing for your community, right? And the people of Colombia and the good, right? That, that you really want to focus on the good of what you can do and the positive sides of Colombia. So what are you guys moving into? What is kind of your mission and things that you want to see your company do? Well, uh, that's a great question. And actually I will start saying that we think that Bitaco, our project is more than a tea. We, we are not just a good quality tea. We are actually a, a, an ethic and sustainable project. Um, tea business and tea in industry, it's pretty hard and tough sometimes in, in some places um, because of uh, many different things. So what we have uh, built here in Bitaco in Colombia, it's a sustainable project thinking about social and environmental. So we, first of all, our, our blockers and our uh, labor, it's the most important for us. So we have built uh, a protection and, a, and a, a structure that allows the people behind the tea that you are drinking uh, having a really good conditions. So we do not hire, like example, we do not hire people by journey or by day, or we do not pay them like with, with food or with housing. We pay all our workers more than the minimum, uh, more than the, the, the regular and the regulatory salary. We hire them uh, with full contracts, uh, health, uh, pension, uh, study access to many different things, um, and also we get bonus. We give bonus to the people when they pluck good quality leaf, not just volume leaf, 
because in some places mm -hmm. it's it it's a regular uh, tool to pay to the to the blockers more when they block more. We do not play. We do not pay more when they block more. We pay more when the quality is better. If the quality is better, we keep giving to the people bonuses. So at the end, the workers and the blockers for us is like the elite workers in the in the countryside. They will be the elite workers. And in their community, because Bitaco is actually the name of the town where the plantation is located, uh, and it's located in a really rural area in Colombia, at the end, those elite blockers and elite workers are kind of a, an example for their community. And they're kind of a, a role model of how to, to keep growing and to keep developing as a, as a human being uh, in, their, in their place. Uh, we also like it's it's pretty common uh, in some other places to have just massive uh, plantations and just think about production and production and production and, and having better yield. We think about the environment. So the total property is just is two hundred and ten hectares, and hundred and ten hectares right now is just forest reserve. So it means that more than half percent of the of the, the property of the land of the company is a forest reserve and will always be a forest reserve. So Congress, it means what's that a forest reserve. What does that mean? It's a it's a, it's a place of, of land that it's just a forest, yes. A forest of full of biodiversity, full of, of trees that will always be protected. Uh, by us and will never be like uh, cutting trees to plant more tea. It's just to preserving the environment, spring waters and the biodiversity uh, that it's on it. Okay, so it's pretty different the, the manage of the of the land uh, here that is what is common in the in the industry. We also foster the social development of the region. So we we have built daycares for the mothers that are working on the company to, to take the, the kids uh, to a safe place during the, the work hours. Uh, we do not charge anything. It's, it's for free. It's for community matters. Um, we have also helped the, the school and the high school. We, to the school, we, we give TI connection, so, so internet connection. We give English, environmental, and sports teachers we pay for teachers and, and environmental teachers to to educate the, the kids uh, in the community we also uh, help the, the only high school that is located in the in the rural area where we are and we give to the best student every year a full scholarship fund to go to the university and have the possibility to to study any kind of degree career that, that they want in any public or private university in colombia in rural areas in Colombia, it's pretty difficult and pretty tough because they do not have access to anything. I mean, they have access maybe to the school, but that's it. They, they usually do not have access to university and to, to good studies. Uh, so we are trying like to, to invest in, in the kids and trying them to co go back to the, to the rural area and to, to teach and to give their knowledge 
to the community to keep like growing the the social standards in, in the in the place. We also yeah, do something we have with female. Sorry. Oh, in, in Alaska for like the indigenous villages that we have here in Alaska, because we have rural areas where you can only get there by a plane or yeah, you know, there's no roads there, you know, or maybe a boat. And so these rural areas where they still speak their indigenous languages, you know, we have different programs where, you know, you want to educate the younger generation so that they can go back to their village and educate more people and, you know, be the doctor for their village. And so that it lifts up that rural community and preserves that culture too. So yeah, I totally understand. That's amazing that you're doing that. Um, you were saying something about um, women and how you were yeah. helping women in the community. Yeah, exactly. And just to finalize, uh, to end, uh, the last topic is our our goal is in the rural areas the kids are growing and they are just thinking to to go away and go to the big cities to the capital and try to have a better life there uh, with really tough uh, work places but we think that it's 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 good if the, the kids and the young generation get some some knowledge to go back to to their roots, to their rural areas, and try to to grow the region. That's our our main goal, not to like have everyone just live in the places. So about the female. Yes. So in Colombia and also in the rural areas, uh, it's still pretty male strong culture. Sometimes I don't know how to say machismo in English, but it's like male strong culture. Uh, so we are trying to to let to give information to the, and, and to give education to the female and male uh, in, the, in the area that there are equal conditions. So for us, female are like, if we, we think about the, the workers in the plantation, females are better. In the rural area, we, ha we, we, need, um, we need to increase the, the equal conditions for female and male workers and male workers. So like the, the manager of the, of the plantation activities uh, will be a, a female. And she's a woman which, which is really strong, really, uh, really smart. And she is managing everyone in, in the plucking activities, uh, even if it's male or female. And most of the time the female uh, are getting better wages than the male uh, workers because they are much better, more delicate. Female are, are <laughs> smarter for this kind of activity. So, so we are pretty happy about that because when you give the salary to a man, the first thing that he's going to buy is a beer, maybe, yes. And when you pay the salary to a woman, the first thing that she's going to buy is, is food for home, yeah, for the kids and for everyone. So it's good to increase that uh, female culture in our rural areas and in the total company i will say that we have uh eight different directors and there are five that are female and just three men and three three male uh directors so in the high positions there are more females than, than the males it's just an example of of how it should be all the time it is not forced because we are not forcing that it is because just um, they're great uh, at work. So it's good that 
to have those examples for 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 the new generation and, and for for our community. Wow, that's amazing. And and so who started the company? Was it a man? Was it a woman? Was it a couple? Like was it a group of people? How did this company start? So it is a family owned company. It's not my family. It's a, a family that, that last name is Jano. And they are a family that have been in the TV business for 60 years. Right now, there are seven owners. Uh, six are women. And one is uh, a man. They are not really related and into the company activities right now. But there is one one of the owners, which is Miss Carlota Llano, uh, Carlota Llano, uh, and she is, wow, she is the one behind all the social and environmental activities. I mean, she's so passionate about social development of the region, and she's really passionate about environmental protection and conservation in, in our region. So she is the, the CEO of the foundation of the Agricola Malaya Foundation, that it's the, the, the foundation that makes all the activities for environmental and social. So she is, uh, yeah, she is uh, an example, a role model of how the people that have access, uh, not just to money, but to possibilities, uh, that it, she's an example of how to give back to, to the community. Very nice. Wow, that's amazing. And I do have one last question about your company. Sorry, I'm asking so many questions, but there's so many things that your company does. Um, you were explaining to me a while ago, like I didn't know what these certain fruits were that were in the blends. I didn't understand like how you came up with it. Do you mind explaining to the listeners um, how you guys chose to put certain fruits into the blends and how you come up with those recipes and why? Great. So I'll, I'll explain a little bit the portfolio. So we produce white, black, green, and oolong teas. And based on those uh, plain teas, we produce some blends using really typical ingredients from our, our agriculture. So you will find blends with fruits like lulo, which is a pretty rare wild fruit that we, we drink too much in Colombia, but maybe just in Ecuador and Panama, you will not find lulo pretty easy outside of Colombia. We use guava, we use soursop, we use star fruit, we use uh, mango, we use Isabella grape, which is a pretty common grape here in Colombia. We, we use Andean raspberry. And all the time trying to use typical ingredients from Colombian agriculture. At the end, we are trying to, to promote and to create a concept of Colombian uh, unique specialty. Yeah, that is so amazing. So I just thought that was fascinating because some of these, I'm like, what is YOLO? I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I had to look it up on the internet. It sounded really good though. And then I tried the tea and it just tastes a little tart. And then there was one with tart. cacao nibs, but it was like the shells or the husk with a white part of it that most people don't in, in the United States don't know what that part is of the cacao bean. Um, but yeah, so many good things. So um, Santiago, where can people find out more about Pitico, the, the tea company? Not, not just the town, it'd be great if they look it up, but how else can they find out about you and, and how to order? So 
they can find more information on our social media at Bitaco Tea uh, about our foundation, which is in Spanish and English, and they will find a lot of information about what we are doing behind the tea, uh, which is Agricola Himalaya Foundation. I think it's better to write it down, <laughs> but it's Agricola <laughs> Himalaya. Uh, dot com fundacion agricola himalaya punto com so i will write it down for you maybe you can add it to the to the video um <laughs> also in our website which is bitacoti.com www.bitacoti.com uh there is plenty of information about what we are doing um and you can also in in youtube there are a lot of videos about our blockers, the humans behind the tea uh, in our YouTube channel, Bitaco Tea YouTube channel, uh, there's a lot of videos about what we are doing with English subtitles and everything. Nice, very nice. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast and everyone, we'll put them in the show notes, those links, check them out. They're literally sold around the world. They're not just sold in the United States, they're sold in Europe also, they're sold in the UK. So they have suppliers from around the world, and I think they can buy directly from you too, right? Can they do that on your website yet? Yes, uh, minimum orders apply, uh, but they can buy directly from us, or if they are located in Alaska, they will they can buy it through you. Uh, so I'll be happy if more people can taste and get more information about Colombian Tea Project, which is really not uh, not a lot of people know about Colombia is growing tea so that will be great for us yes well thank you so much for coming on as a guest and just one more thing if you enjoy learning about tea and want to take it to the next level consider joining the university program it's a 12-month tea certification program with weekly live trainings special guests expert seminars and a portal of hundreds of videos on tea go to bits.ly slash universa hyphen tea or sippingstreams.com to learn more